Leah, I know how much you love spending time with the Lord throughout the day. Talk to me about the scene when you're spending time with the Lord. Yes, so my morning, I wake up, I hit brew on my coffee, and then the next thing I do is I light my candles. It sets a whole morning vibe for me. Mm, talk to me about the, the candle that you're loving right so now. So right now I'm digging this Spirit and Truth candle that is sunflower. It has a whole like summer to fall scent to it. I love it. Mm. And I love that Spirit and Truth candles each are created with a biblical attribute or truth with an accompanying scripture. Sunflower is gentleness and I'm just digging it. But I love even more that each one of these candles is made at home, poured in small batches with care and prayer in each candle they make. Oh man, so listen ladies, if you love candles as much as we do, check out Spirit and Truth Company at spiritandtruthco.com or you can find them on their IG handle at Spirit and Truth Candle Co. And right now you can purchase with the promo code TUCW, which gives you 15% off. So enjoy your candles, y'all. Ladies, welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashiba Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This is season four. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiba? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's Let's go. What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. And we are so excited to be kicking off this season studying Genesis 1 through 11. Genesis 1 through 11. Yes. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. We wanted to take some time just to give some background on um, what Genesis 1 through 11 is all about and why we're studying Genesis 1 through 11. Yeah. This yeah. this I mean why are we devoting time to this, right? Like what is the what is the why behind Genesis 1 through 11? Yeah, in season 4, we Leah and I talked about like what should we focus on and what should we study? And Genesis has become a deep and affectionate love for us both. Mm -hmm. And I think we find ourselves when we disciple women uh, or when we walk with women, do you find yourself like going back to Genesis all the time? We got to go back to Genesis. That's right. We got to go back to Genesis. It's the why behind so much of the story of scripture, the, the relevance of like, I mean, just where we're at yes. in our own journeys of understanding God, mm-hmm. of understanding what He's saying to us in the Word, and mm-hmm. and so yeah, it it is the why. Um, yeah. And so this is the why for the why <laughs> we're studying Genesis <laughs> is the fact that like okay, so we chose one through eleven specifically because we know that uh, many many uh, Bible teachers and writers and all of that uh, commentary theologians all that stuff go back to 1 through 11 as well because it is basically the compact basis of Mm -hmm. all of the story of scripture, right? Mm -hmm. It's the foundation 
through which it's that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Listen, listen. I hope y'all just heard what she said because I think that that is. I remember when I first heard that. When I. Yep. Me too. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Yes. It was mine. It was mind mind blowing blowing. Mm -hmm. and boggling. And then I had to study it for myself Mm -hmm. to be like, is that really really true? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and I, I think also, like, let's be honest, like when I have walked with women who are younger in the faith, like, they're sort of like, Genesis is dry. Like, it's boring. It's yeah. kind of like, wah, wah. you know, like, it's <laughs> it's more than just, like, the, yeah. the story of creation and yeah. Noah's Ark that is, like, painted on the walls of the right. nursery at church. This ain't right? your Sunday school this class, This ain't boo. your nursery painting. Come on now. It's more than that. It will not be your Sunday school class, okay, from when you was in at church. Right. It is actually <laughs> so much more the lens through which we can understand all of the rest of why Scripture is do- is saying and doing what it is saying and doing. Come on now. It's the lens for all of that. It's the foundation. And so why is it the foundation? Yeah. It's because all of these themes, the themes that we're going to talk about in a minute, are repeated throughout scripture and they're found in these first 11 chapters, right? Yes, yes, so they yes. give us this whole picture understanding of who God is, mm-hmm. what is his purpose, mm-hmm. what is his desire for creation, and then how is that going to play out? That's right. The That's what, right. the why, and the how are all packed into Genesis 1 through 11 mm-hmm. that we're going to see God unfold through the re- all the way to the end of Revelation. Yes, yes, yes. So jumping right in, let's dig in to this background in Genesis. Um, Genesis is uh, the story of God's creation and the forming of God's people. Genesis is a historical narrative. Um, Most scholars uh, believe that it was written by Moses as he is the author of the five law books. Um, And Genesis one tells us exactly what Genesis is about. In the beginning, it is giving us a origin account. It is telling us what is happening in the beginning of creation. And so in Genesis 1 through 11, we will see the story of God forming out of nothing and bringing life into those things, creating, forming, separating, dividing. We'll dig into that more. But ultimately, he is God is forming as creator out of nothing and bringing life. And then we'll see as well, um, though we're focusing directly on Genesis 1 through 11, Genesis is really broken broken down into two key uh, parts of story. You have the story of creation, which is what we are focusing on in this series, which is Genesis 1 through 11. And then from 12 on, you're going to see the story of God's people through a redemptive seed, Abraham, all the way to Mm -hmm. Israel. Mm -hmm. And so um, Leah and I were talking about this. When we look at Genesis, we're going to be able to also see this enactment of a holy war that is going to transpire. But what I do want to say about the enactment of this holy war is that it's very synonymous when we're making, when we're saying in air quotes, holy war, we're talking about ultimately what many of us would know 
as what takes place in Ephesians, mm-hmm. the the battle between good and evil, the spiritual warfare mm-hmm. that some people don't really want to touch Come with on, a, make a ten plane. foot pole. Make it plain. Okay, spiritual we, warfare is ultimately what is. Yeah. that's what it is. Holy warfare is synonymous with spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. What is happening in the heavenly places that's being enacted on earth through God's creation and God's people. Right. And so um, we're going to see that play out mm-hmm. as we uh, go through Genesis 1 and then through 11 as well. you were saying that like, it's this sort of repetition, like you said, that it's pronounced in this um, this uh, pronouncement of judgment and yes. curse on Satan. Yes. That like, this is going to play out, right? There's always going to be this conflict and this striving between the seed of the woman and the serpent. And, and then what we were talking about is, was just so profound is like, that's the basis, right? We're talking about Genesis 1 through 11 is given mm-hmm. us this whole basis, this foundation. Yep. And th- the people of God recognize that, like God's creation recognizes that. And so they're always looking for, who is the seed that's going to crush the serpent, right? That's is it. it this guy? Is this guy? Is yep. this guy? Is this yep. one? Is it this one? Is it this one? And, um, you know, is, is this the one who has come? Yeah. And it's this constant waiting and repeating and, yeah. and um you know, s- supposing this is the one until we see mm-hmm. the final yeah. true se- serpent crusher. Jesus himself. The seed, the one, Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. And so there's this repetition of waiting for the one mm-hmm. who will take care of this judgment and this curse yes. once and for all. This what Genesis will call hostility yeah. between um, her seed mm-hmm. and the serpent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then I just love this quote. Y'all know how much we love Dr. Tony Evans. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, of course, he's going to be listed as one of our resources. But I love the way that he articulates this um, in regards to the rest of the Bible. As we focus on Genesis 1 through 11, he is also saying about the rest of Scripture that the rest of the Bible is dependent on the history and the theology of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Theology, what is theology, Leah? We hear this word, this mm-hmm. word being thrown around all the time. People want to be super intellectual. So fancy. You fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> Talking about theology. Tell us what that is. I mean, theology is just really what you know about God. Studying God, studying his nature, his characteristics, and then how that comes to bear in your life mm-hmm. is is how you know what is what you actually believe to be true about God. Come on now. So, you know, theology is... N- to me, I my sort of like I'm not special, come on. but I diverge a little bit. I'm okay, not special. Others have diverged too. Theology is not just right thinking about God, yes, but it's how what you think about God actually comes to bear in your life, in your life. So what you think about God is how you live out because what you believe. Because if it about doesn't, God. okay, come on, then now. you don't actually you can think it, but you don't actually believe it. Oh, come on now. So now we separate orthodoxy from orthopraxy. I'm just saying, okay, we separating them. But okay, they belong together. <laughs> they belong together. Okay, that was my just so, commercial spot. Yes, right that was the commercial spot. So yeah, so, <laughs> so I love point. it. I love it, man. The, Dr. Tony Evans, he's right on point. He's right um, on point with it. All of all of our history and theology is packed into Genesis. Mm-hmm. And so so yeah, and so Genesis really exists then to give us this historical account of creation, mm-hmm. God's reflection, so who he is mm-hmm. through and and his his giving us this image of who he is through mm-hmm. creation 
of humans. Then we have the unfolding of man's disobedience and the implication from mm-hmm. that disobedience, this unbreakable covenant then mm. that God responds with mm-hmm. that will ultimately push us forward to a promised culmination. And so this is the purpose of this story that we see unfolding, the, the story that we can define, that we will continue to see unfold throughout the rest of Scripture. Ladies, we're kicking off this season studying Genesis 1 through 11 and wanted to tell you about a great resource that you can use along with the podcast. Y'all, we are dropping a study guide just for you called In the Beginning. It's a great companion as you journey through the book of Genesis chapters 1 through 11 with us. You can access this free online download on our website, theurbanchristianwoman.com under resources. And sharing is caring. Use this guide and tell a friend or get a group of ladies in your local church and go through Genesis 1 through 11 with them too. We'd love to get this resource as well in the hands of more urban women. Ladies, please support us by leaving an iTunes review, hitting those stars, and tag us. Just tag us on your social media as you're growing in God's word with us and even using the resource. And let us know how it's blessing you. You can find us online at theurbanchristianwoman.com, on social media at theurbanchristianwoman. Even drop us a line, a DM, an email. Anything, girl. Anything. Uh, uh, a dove? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or if you're on Facebook, you can also leave us a message there as well. Just let us know how the ministry as well as the resource is blessing you. As we go through each chapter, we'll do two chapters Mm -hmm. in each episode. Um, So follow along with us and we're going to establish a guide. But what I do want to say is we usually have key verses from Genesis for each chapter, and we will continue to have that. But for today, because there are so many, we're not going to cover them. What we want to exhort you all towards is as you read the, the chapter, pull out the key verse and let's have some dialogue, not just um, uh, on the podcast, but let's have it on social media around what are some of those key verses yeah. that you are seeing um, at the culmination of those chapters. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some characters, okay? In chapters 1 through 11, man, we're going to see a lot of characters mm-hmm. at play, Leah. But who is the character of all characters? And I really want to highlight this because when we, sometimes we can read the scriptures and our hope is that you would not look for yourself first. Okay. But because scripture okay. is about... Come on, Windows and Mirrors. Come on now. Shout out. Shout out to Windows and Mirrors podcast. But uh, because scripture is about God, then you want to look for what is, who is the protagonist of the story. Who is the hero of the story? The hero of the story forever and always mm-hmm. will be God himself, God the himself. triune God, Father, Son, and Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we, when you're looking at scripture, start off like when you're reading Genesis, who, where is God on the scene? What is God doing? How is he uh, uh, moving about? Why is he doing what he's doing? That, mm-hmm. that what, that why, and that how. Mm-hmm. So we'll see uh, God clearly on display um, front and center through Genesis 1 through 11. And then we're going to see a host of other individuals 
who are too long to name. But what I do want... A lot of them, y'all. It's a lot of them. But ultimately, what we're seeing is the formation Mm -hmm. of a people. A people. A people for God himself. And so um, when you guys uh, download the guide, there will be plenty of names there for you to be able to see who the people are in Genesis 1 through 11. Mm -hmm. And then I also... um, Love that, and I just want to highlight this as well around the characters. Mm-hmm. Not only is God forming a people, but I love what God is doing through forming a people. He's forming a family. Yeah. So look for that as well as we read through Genesis, especially when we begin to hear how um, people are the son of, the right. daughter of, yeah. uh, son of, mm-hmm. daughter of, mm-hmm. father of, mm-hmm. okay? Because what he He's trying to allow us to see, which is why, what do you say? The gems are in the genealogy. Mm -hmm. What he's allowing us to see right off the bat is that not only has he created a people for himself, but really he is highlighting that he is going to the culmination of a family Mm -hmm. where we will all be united back Mm -hmm. together, brothers and sisters. We don't just say brothers and sisters in Christ for no reason. For no reason, right? And I love that we have, like, for me, it's one of my favorite things is to go back to understanding the people of God as a family. Right? I know. It keeps us back from the brink as understanding the people Love of God it. as an institution, Come on. as a hierarchy, as some type of, you know, prefer. No, no. It's a family. It's a it's family, a family, y'all. family. And mm-hmm. so we belong to each other. God has created it like that. And oftentimes when it goes astray, it's because we're not walking like a family. We're not family. walking like a family, girl. Family meetings. Go ahead, girl. Talk so. to us about some places. What we, what we going to see? Yeah. So in Genesis 1 through 11, we're seeing um, just a couple of places uh, highlighted here. We're seeing the Garden of Eden. And then really everything else is east of Eden, right? And mm-hmm. and as we go east of Eden, as, as uh, Adam and Eve are exited from the garden, um, they proceed on. And God has a plan. Obviously, we're going to talk about in Genesis 1, his plan to fill the earth. Uh, but we see a lot of territories beginning to be established mm-hmm. uh, that then will help us come into play like why does God promise to Abraham that all the nations will be blessed right so I don't want to give too much away territories that are being established that form into nations right nations right okay come on are part of God's plan so we're not gonna we're not gonna give too many spoilers Um, but yeah, and so, so yeah, so we see these places at play. Now talk to us about the attributes of God that we see at play in Genesis 1 through 11. Yeah, in Genesis 1 through 11, we're going to get a very clear picture of who God is, just like we were talking about uh, theology. We're going to mm-hmm. understand who God is and what is known about him mm-hmm. as the creator of all things, as Father, Son, and Spirit. And so what we will see is that what will be known are his attributes. Yeah. And why do the attributes of God matter? Because God is self-existent. Mm-hmm. He exists apart from anything Mm -hmm. that exists in creation. Um, And so because he is self-existent, he is embodying Mm -hmm. everything that his creation, Mm -hmm. um, that he will invite his creation to 
towards, which some theologians will say, listen, he has communicable attributes Mm -hmm. and incommunicable attributes. Which is a fancy word to say that of all of God's characteristics, some belong to him alone Mm -hmm. and some he invites us to partake and share in. And so it's important for us to begin to distinguish and acknowledge like, which characteristics is God displaying that mm-hmm. are his alone? We mm-hmm. acknowledge he alone has this. Mm-hmm. And which are the ones that he's inviting us in to share mm-hmm. into? Because part of the narrative that we see uh, in the fall mm-hmm. element um, of, of God's story is uh, creation grasping for mm-hmm. the characteristics of God that mm-hmm. really were intended for us to worship in him alone because they belong to him alone. Right. And right. there are some that we are constantly failing at Come that on. he has invited us to reflect. Come on. And we neglect those. Yes. And so, yeah, so we have all the whole scope of the character of God and those that he, and the characteristics that he invites us into and the characteristics that he invites us to worship him alone. Worship him alone for us. So we will really be leaning into what are the attributes of God that we see. We're going to really grasp a a full robustness of the theology around who God is, his character. And and I just have to say this because Mm -hmm. his character leads us towards worship, but his character also allows us to be able to rest in his promises. So when we encounter various trials and tribulations in this world, you you ain't got to just go play you a worship song. You can do that, but I'm telling you in real time, because you know the character of God, Mm -hmm. that he is faithful and he does not fail. Honey, you will have a whole church service in your personhood Mm -hmm. because you will be able to understand and, and and grasp what that means and it leads us towards the worship of him Mm -hmm. so that's why we want to really uh hammer down on as we go through genesis who do we see who who who, what are the attributes of god what what Mm -hmm. do we see about god's character and then these key themes Mm -hmm. leah talk to us about these key themes Right. So the key themes that we see uh, defined for us and repeated throughout the rest of the Bible are creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. Mm -hmm. And so we see these themes uh, play out in 1 through 11, and then we see them replay out throughout the rest of, throughout the Exodus, throughout um, the uh, exile, mm-hmm. throughout uh, the time of the prophets, throughout mm-hmm. uh, the coming of Jesus. The judges. The judges yeah. and, and the, the time of Christ and then the, the consummation, the creation of the church. Mm-hmm. All of those, in each of those areas mm-hmm. throughout the Bible, we see these themes of creation, fall, redemption, and restoration come into play. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I get excited about that. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> I do. Yes, yes, yes. And then finally, how we're going to study Genesis. So as you guys know, we always um, seek to help equip you. That's that's the very mission of our ministry at the Urban Christian Woman mm-hmm. is to restore women with God's truth for everyday life. And how do we do that? Well, one arm that we do that through is through the equipping resources. So Genesis will have a study guide. Mm-hmm. We want to encourage you go to our website, 
hit that download button. It's a free resource where you can literally, it's, a, it's literally a full-on study guide. You can print it, you can have it for yourself, you can go through and you can study it. And the way that we uh, invite you to study is through look, listen, and live. Look is our observation stage, listening, interpretation, and then living are the implications of scripture and then how we're going to apply that to live it out. And so, um, yeah, download the study guide. There's a there's a few other resources. It's a beautiful piece of, of work and mm-hmm. art and beauty. And yeah, you have this little commemorative mm-hmm. piece that you can always have and put like somewhere in a file to go back through and look through Genesis and pull um, what you learned in this season and as you grow in the Lord. Which to me, I think is a perfect book into this um, background and intro is because this is a theme for us to remember, right? Like what it, why even is it significant mm. that Moses was the one who wrote Genesis, inspired through the Holy Spirit, because he had a people that he was calling to remember. You better. Remember the story. Don't, remember don't, don't who go God is. Remember that. what he's done for you. Okay. Remember that he's we created a people to himself. You, we going here. We are going there because this is a chance for us to know God, to mm. learn his character, yes. and then to put that into remembrance. Ooh. Remembrance is a practice. It's a practice. We're inviting y'all into now by knowing. Practice. So so that like you just said, we you can you can store it away. And when things get tough and when the trials come and when you mm-hmm. feel pressed on every mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. you can pull it back out and remember those characters of God. Remember Ooh. what he has shown to us. Honey, remember the covenant honey. promises that he's made clear that he will fulfill. Mm. And so that remembrance to me is like, Moses was not off in saying that this was the call to the people of God and it's the call to us today. And so I'm thankful that we can sit with Genesis 1 through 11 to do the practice of knowing so then we can do the work of remembering. Girl, close us out in prayer, honey. Yeah, Father, thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank Thank you you for the revelation that it's not a mystery who you are, but that you've given us a picture of yourself. Mm. You've given us a picture of your beauty, of your creativity, of your love, of your redemption, of your sacrifice. You've given us a picture of your mercy. And these are things for us to treasure, God. Hallelujah. And so we thank Thank you for that revelation. We mm-hmm. thank you for preserving your word through 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 flawed and failing people. You've preserved mm. it Hallelujah. so that we can have a picture of you and your love for us and your redemptive Facts. purpose in our lives and Facts. in the world. You, we give a, a picture mm-hmm. of a God who is worthy to be trusted, Hallelujah. to be praised, Hallelujah. to be lifted up. Father, thank you for taking us on this journey. Preserve us, God, Mm -hmm. as we learn to know you and to practice remembering you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Looking forward to it, ladies. Blessings.